sugar show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the John and Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God, this voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. Um, <laughs> and welcome to the Donna Sugars Show. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I have recorded this intro. Uh, this first segment of the show maybe three times because I don't know what I did. I kept screwing up and losing the audio. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm messing up. <laughs> so hi, darlings. Welcome to the show. Uh, we are in episode 21 and um, loving life right now. Uh, I thought I would really tell you guys what I'm doing is that I am breaking the show into segments when I record so that I'm not trying to do the whole thing in one fell swoop. Uh, so like today's Sunday, I'm going to do the intro up to two minutes of news, two minutes of news I will do on uh, Tuesday and I'll do the rest of the show main topic closure on Wednesday. And then I think tomorrow I'm going to do my flashback episode. So I've got that for Wednesday ready to go. Uh, so kind of getting myself organized, doing it in small chunks, uh, uh, making it easier. Doing a solo show is so much more prep work that goes into it uh, and trying to keep myself organized and on topic, which everyone knows is one of my problems. I love a tangent. So, <laughs> so darlings, uh, this past week was a lot. Uh, nothing bad. I was actually having a very good week, um, getting myself more comfortable at work, really kind of dealing with my own anxiety, uh, kind of COVID uh, uh, stress and uh, finding self uh, self mantras helping. I was, I was about to say self gratification, and, and no perverts. That's not what I was saying. Um, no, um, kind of calming myself when I find myself getting really kind of tense and starting to get irritated. Just why is this bothering you? Calm down. This is not a big deal. And like kind of those little things, telling yourself that um, sometimes out loud because it's necessary has been very helpful. So um, try that. <laughs> See what else. Do what you have to do to calm yourself, be able to kind of function without doing something crazy and losing your job. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Friday, I went over to Cam and Corey's house where we watched RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. We did the, it was the Snatch Game of Love episode, episode five that just aired. And uh, we made Mexican food. Uh, I made rice and beans from scratch. They made tacos and we had uh, like uh, taco meat and, and all the fixings and we had burritos. It was delicious. So I, I found that I'm starting. Oh God, how do I explain this? So little things make you feel like yourself. So I will say that. Be, when I wasn't doing the podcast, when I, Donna Sugars was kind of gone, I did not feel myself. And lately, the little steps that I'm taking to feel more myself have really been helpful. Doing the podcast again, and, and from the podcast, doing um, <laughs> Donna Sugars, like having Donna Sugars being out and about, uh, those little things make me feel more myself. And cooking was always a big part of it. So before moving to New York, I cooked all the time for friends and family. 
I was terrible at cooking for one person. I would always cook way too much for groups of people. And when I moved here between Joey and Kevin, when I first moved here to living alone, uh, to living with my friend Lisa, and then Ryan, no one wanted to eat my cooking or it was never the right situation or I was just a guest in their home and I didn't want to make a mess. Like, always had these things where I was just discouraging myself from cooking so I stopped doing it and then when I started cooking during COVID it was me trying to cook for one person so when they said yeah make rice and beans that's great um, I got really nervous because I was cooking for another person again so I, I made them from scratch because I love them um, and I cannot tell you the rice recipe because the rice recipe was given to me by my friend who runs uh, they own a Mexican restaurant um, it's the rush it's the recipe that they use um, but my beans recipe I can tell you about because I've been eating bean and cheese burritos all weekend and before Big Fatty has something to say no I did not spend all weekend pooping <laughs> uh, not pooping uh, like farting uh, no big fatty I was not farting <laughs> thanks to my uh, Activia and probiotic I'm under control okay <laughs> poor big fatty uh, love him uh, so <laughs> Jesus so I my, my bean recipe as I soak uh, dried pinto beans or black beans whatever you're into I did pinto beans this time um Soak them for 24 hours. You need to do that to get the skin off of them, that kind of waxy outer skin if you try to not do them that way. Um, there's a very waxy taste to the beans. And so then you throw them in the crock pot between four and six hours, depending on how many you're making, how big the crock pot is. Um, throw them in there. You'll know when they're done. I usually put them in there with a ham hock, some type of ham bone. Didn't have that this time. So I literally just took an onion, chopped it in half, chopped it in half again, threw the two halves in. Um, and save the other half for later and then tossed it out once those were done because those onions are useless. I just needed them to instill flavor into the beans. Uh, so in the other pan, I chopped up, when it was coming time to fry, I chopped up a whole jalapeno and half, the other half of the onion, as fine as I could make them. Tiniest pieces like those little square onions you get on your hamburgers at McDonald's. Like that's how small I wanted them. Um, chopped them both up real fine and in a pan with some, olive, uh, with some uh, uh, vegetable oil, fried them. Uh, once they were really starting to change colors, they were really good fry on them. You throw in a tiny bit of water, put a lid on, steams a little bit, makes the onions and uh, jalapenos super soft. And then you throw in your beans. Um, you cook the beans. You, that's where you smash them. I don't like a full smash because I don't want to have bean paste. I want to have some whole beans. I like whole beans. So I only kind of half smash them. And then normally is when you would put in lard. I don't like lard. <laughs> I don't do it. So um, I use a cup and a half of shredded cheese and um, some type of creamy cheese, cheddar, uh, kind of those that Mexican mix that you can get at the grocery store is perfect. Any type of, of mixed Colby, Monterey Jack, those kinds of cheese. Uh, if you want a little bit more kick, you can obviously do like uh, Monterey Jack, those ones with the peppers in there, um, and a little bit of milk. Um, because I'm lactose, I kind of try to keep that kind of lactose-free milk. But you can use also use heavy cream if you really want them creamy. And they come out perfect every time. Um, Corey and Cam love them. <laughs> and I was so happy to cook for someone again. Uh, 
So this week we're trying German. They're going to do bratwurst, and um, I'm going to try to make spatzel, uh, which I love, which is like a kind of buttery noodle um, that they make. Uh, I have a dried version in case my noodles come out terrible, but I've never done pasta. So we're going to give it a try and see how it goes. Uh, I will let you guys know next week how that goes. So, darlings, let's move on into some two minutes of news. Yes. A San Francisco supervisor has just put forth legislation that would make it a crime to call 911 for racially or discriminatory calls. Rightfully, it's called the Karen Act, but I always thought that that was already a law. After months of downplaying coronavirus, calling it nothing more than a little flu and vetoing a bill to distribute masks to the poor, 65-year-old Brazilian President Bolsonaro has tested positive for COVID-19. There's that bitch karma, showing you she's not to be messed with. Charlottesville Nazis keep getting dumped by their lawyers ahead of trial. Richard Spencer has become the eighth person to lose representation on the trial for the white supremacist rally held in Charlottesville, Virginia back in 2017. Niles Rogers, co-writer of the hit song I'm Coming Out, said that Diana Ross was warned that performing this song would ruin her career. And oh how wrong they have were. It is legendary. Speaking of the song I'm Coming Out, Nikki Blonsky, star of Hairspray, has come out as gay after lip-syncing to that hit song. A high-speed chase with police officers ends in a crash into another stolen car. This is obviously a Florida story. Oregon! What?! Legendary drag queen RuPaul has led the internet on a bit of a mystery after deleting her Twitter account and bulk deleting the entirety of her Instagram. The real question is why? and why Cameron Michaels did so right after. Tony-nominated Broadway star Nick Cordero dies at 41 after a 90-day fight with COVID-19. He's left behind by his wife and one-year-old son Elvis. Laura Bailey, who voices Abby in The Last of Us 2, has shared horrifying death threats she's received over people disliking her character. Are you guys fucking kidding me? We literally have a gold-plated Batman villain as a president and you guys are mad at a voice character actor? What's wrong with you? After posting yet another poll showing that he will lose the next election, Fox News has earned the ire of Donald Trump, who says that he will no longer support them and that he refers all of his propaganda, I mean news, to OANN and Newsmax. Two minutes of news! Yes! Oh, okay, darlings. Hi! So that was... <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so I told you guys when I recorded the intro earlier that I was trying to break this up. I'm really sick right now. <laughs> um, I have this sinus thing, so I'm on a lot of drugs to keep me um, moving around. And uh, <laughs> I'm really getting downstairs to the basement where my computer is took a lot out of me. <laughs> so... Um, but we're going to try and continue. Um, I did that <laughs> two minutes of news on Monday after doing my um, uh, flashback. <laughs> and that's when I was starting to feel like shit. <laughs> so uh, so let's, I just, I knew I needed to get this recording out. I need to get this to you guys as soon as possible. So um, f San Francisco, the Karen Act. I'm confused because I thought it was already a crime to call 911 for non-emergencies. Um, so I'm really surprised. And um, what's just funny, because right after this happened, I read this article about... Do you remember that woman who called the cops on the bird watcher 
um, and was like had her dog taken away from her because of how she was like pulling on the dog's chain and she got fired from her job. Well, she they went after her for filing a false police report. And the witness, the, the victim himself, the, the man who, who was recording the whole thing, says, you know what, she's had enough punishment. Um, I'm not cooperating with the, the Manhattan attorney district, uh, district attorney. So, but I mean, obviously it is a crime. You cannot call 911 just because uh, you're threatened by a black man. Uh, so it's against the law. <laughs> so I don't know why we need to have another law. I think they just want to call, they just want the law to be called Karen to, to make the Karens feel bad. I don't know. <laughs> so the Nazi thing, I really had to read this article a few times. <laughs> So the Nazis are being sued and their lawyers keep dumping them. So the case is supposed to be starting soon and yet another Nazis lawyer dumped, uh, dropped out. Um, and this was all going back to that rally back in 2017 that resulted in the death of a counter protester when she was struck by a uh, a car, which uh, is so crazy outrageous in 2017, but now in 2020, when the people driving the cars are cops driving through innocent protests, um, yeah, n not a shock anymore. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, so the police were chasing a guy who stole a car. Then he hit another car. And then the cops arrested him. Then when they ran the plates on the other car, the other car was also stolen. <laughs> so reading this, I'm like, oh, this is clearly a Florida story. And then I kept seeing Oregon. I'm like, oh, well, maybe there's a city in Florida called Oregon because there's no way this is an Oregon state story. Oh, no, no, it's 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 in a Portland story. <laughs> I'm kind of like, holy shit. Uh, so, yeah, people are nuts. <laughs> These kind of weird stories are just really, really funny. Um, Nick Cordero. So I was following this for, for the, the entirety of the time since he got sick. And his wife was always giving regular updates. And it was just slowly got worse and worse and worse. And when he fell into the coma, I'm like, oh, God, it's any day now. And he has this beautiful one-year-old son. And it's just heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Last of Us actor... Um, death threats. Now, I have not played The Last of Us 2. I'm going to ask him and Corey about it this Friday uh, to find out why it is everyone fucking hates this character. But even if you hate a character, like, I've hated some characters. And I have had no problem seeing those characters die in video games. Like, I have been very vocal about the fact that, like, Ashley from Mass Effect, I always let her die in Mass Effect 1 because she's a xenophobic bitch. Um, and she offered nothing to the story but being a xenophobic bitch. So I was perfectly happy to see her go and save Kate and Lenko. This is before I even knew that I could romance Kate and Lenko in Game 3. Like, I genuinely hated her character. So there's those characters you just fucking hate. There are those TV shows where, the, where there's characters that you immediately dislike. But you know they're actors. Like, people hated with a passion Dolores Umbridge. And the actress who played that part, 
I have seen in so many projects, and I don't look at that actress and say, oh, that's Dolores Umbridge. Like, she's a fucking actress. She's doing her job. So I find that really kind of messed up. Um, So, yeah, get your shit together. (laughs) Lots of news happening this week. (laughs) So lots of stuff has happened. Um, I think the thing that I'm seeing on the news all the time that, like, I really... What the fuck is wrong with white people? Like, I'm just gonna, like, I, I have to say it. I hate doing things that are embarrassing. Like, when I do something that is personally embarrassing, I have a real difficult time with it. Um, I have, I mean, I get uncomfortable watching other people do things that are embarrassing. So, why white people? And I'm saying white people, it's not everyone. But how it's become easier and easier for these crazy Karens and whatever the male equivalent is to be super racist and do super racist shit while and or or scream at people at grocery stores about wearing masks. Like, how do you think you're okay? Like, you know that you're being recorded. You know that we're like the people are gonna track down your boss. They're going to track down where you work. And unless your boss is like fully just as crazy as you, like you're going to lose your job. Like we just talked about the woman who she, she was told she needs to have a leash on her dog by a, uh, uh, by a bird watcher. And because he was black, she got crazy. She called the cops. She said that he threatened her while hurting her poor dog. Um, like her life was ruined but so but that was a while ago so how is it that was back in may and it's happening more and more often first of all it's because everyone's recording everything which good because these bitches should be put on blast but how is it okay like i just watched a video today of a woman who is sitting in the grass in a church parking lot working on something like i don't know she was reading or something and this white woman got crazy and then they went and bought a no trespassing sign and nailed it to the tree right in front of her like and we're like gonna call the cops like what the fuck (laughs) Like, like mind your own fucking business like really mind your own fucking business Um, So that's, I think that's the most important thing is that like these white people are fucking nuts. Uh, So, so even though, yes, it is against the law to call the police and report um, something that is untrue. um, It's time for the police to actually start following through with enforcing that law so that places like San Francisco don't have to pass other laws. Um, And maybe if we start penalizing these people they'll stop calling the police for that kind of bullshit um but it's it really comes down to the system system oh gosh i'm sorry my microphone is having a problem the systematic flaws in our country um it's amazing so anyone out there like why are they still protesting that's the kind of shit (laughs) like i just don't get it so uh, moving on, I found this really amazing article that I do want to talk about, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to <laughs> cut down the article into the important facts here uh, because it was 
what happens to your body when you don't have sex for a long time, according to ex experts? Now, first of all, um, I've gone 36 years and, and nothing happens. <laughs> you're perfectly fine. Uh, or, you are, or you're as crazy as I am. Uh, let me be the test. <laughs> if you need to study me, give me a call. So, <laughs> I'm a little bit biased on this article, but for all of you who are out there, like, slutting it up before COVID and, and miss that, there's some real effects. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, the biggest thing it, that this article talks about, um, because of the months of celibacy for some people, is this lack of contact, lack of phys it's called touch starvation. So not having, whether it's sexual or not, not having that physical contact with other people. Now, I understand that part perfectly, but I also have never been in a situation where I have a very touchy relationship with a person over extended periods where I like every day, like, like I'm holding someone. I've never been a spoon <laughs> in any type of spooning situation, um, even though I know you can pay people to do that now. I wonder how expensive that is. Okay, no, we're not going there. <laughs> I'm not going to Google that. Uh, so they talk about touch starvation and how that lack of physical contact can lead to a weakened immune system and, and elevated states of depression and anxiety. Now, something that comes with having sex is the release of endorphins, kind of that those endorphins that help you sleep better, uh, that lower stress, anxiety, depression. And when you have sex, those are released into the body. It's a calming effect. It's good for you. So not only now are you not getting that touch sensitivity, you're now not having sex, which is not releasing that endorphin. Now, yes, obviously self-gratification is going to result in orgasms because it's it's not the sex itself it's the orgasm but mm, <laughs> oh god there's no way to put this blunt uh, uh with being pc so i'm just gonna have to say it bluntly masturbating does not release as much uh, of the endorphins as having sex with another person so and i i read this article and then i went and had to google some stuff because i was like genuinely surprised it doesn't so so those people are like, oh, well, I just masturbate. I'm fine. Yeah. No, you're not getting the same benefits as having sex. There is real evidence behind how people who have healthy sex lives um, sleep better, uh, less depression, less decreased pain, lower stress, and how those things are important. So I feel bad for all those sleuths um, that have gone all these months without sex and then now they're getting shit because they're on grinder. and yes, we're still in pandemic mode, but you gotta give them a break. There is a physical, it's, it's not addiction, so it's not a physical need, but there is a genuine <laughs> withdrawal there is a loss uh, of not having that regular sex that you're used to so if someone is at the point that they're on grinder or squirt or whatever growler or what bumble whatever those websites are for doing that don't give them shit okay <laughs> if they've reached the point that they need to get laid let them get laid okay um i i now i can i reading this i can understand um, now, the Fire Island people, we won't even go there because <laughs> those people are insane. But 
But the people that are maybe having a dick down situation and finding a regular COVID fuck buddy, no problem with that. (laughs) Do what you gotta do, girls. So uh, I saw that. Even just Googling the health benefits of sex, uh, of a healthy sex life, there is all kinds of articles about it. Um, And it's if you are at an at-home situation with a partner, enjoy it. I mean, (laughs) it's important. Have that sex. If you're alone and you're having that craving, girl, that's craving. Do what you got to do. Okay. (laughs) I do not fault you for going out to get some. (laughs) I just haven't done it myself. Uh, So uh, I don't really have much else to discuss this week i think i will leave it with me telling you to go out and get dick down i think that's important um (laughs) it's important to get the d get that d get that d yes i think that will be the title of the show get that d Uh, oh god uh yeah okay (laughs) i always think back i think about the biggest slut i know his name is Scott the Seder. <laughs> He's going to kill me. Um, and him telling me how much he loves where he lives because it's where they do language training for all the people in the military to go learn a foreign language. So lots of rotating soldiers. So <laughs> I found it appealing before even though I was like I would never do it even now that I really just don't (laughs) think about it I still have to applaud him like he's living the fucking dream uh he really is that salute is getting everything he wants so you get that d girl (laughs) god he's gonna kill me uh I love him I love you I love you Scott I know you listen so this is gonna be a surprise (laughs) so I do want to tell you guys give you guys an update on two different things uh which I'm it's important i do this every week netflix and (laughs) netflix and video games so like i engulfed it because i was obsessed with it the mystic pop-up bar uh which is a south korean series that's on netflix it's brilliant if you have not seen it it is so worth it it gets into the um south koreans kind of belief about the afterlife and it is so good uh love it so much um, so I watched that. Then I got into Hannibal. I inhaled that in like three days. It's so good. Um, there's so many things to watch. Um, I need to start watching Legendary because I've gotten a lot of shit uh, from Cam and Corey because Legendary is like everything. And they keep quoting stuff to me. And I'm like, bitch, um, you, I told you a long time ago that you needed to start. You needed to go watch Paris is Burning. And you have not watched Paris is Burning. But you're watching Legendary? Go watch Paris is Burning, bitch. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I I also just got uh, NBC on on Amazon Prime because I want to watch Picard. Um, so I am going to actually start watching that here soon uh, because I need to get into that. I've been told by all my friends it's amazing and I love Star Trek, so I've got to do that. Video game wise, I finished uh, discussing. I finished playing Assassin's Creed main story quest. And I'm working my way through the deals, the DLCs, and the DLCs are split into multiple chapters. Uh, so I finished all of Legend of the First Blade, and then I am currently working on this series where you go down to Elysium, which is one of the afterlife, um, one of the places in in 
the underworld. Um, and then you go to the kind of crossroads where Cerberus is. And then um, now you're actually in Atlantis. Uh, and I would say that for anyone who is a Greek history buff, Greek mythology buff, um, these games put a lot of effort into it. Their mythology, the, how they integrate actual mythology into the story's narrative about an ancient civilization called the EU. Um, and the EU existed before humans and they kind of seeded humans and gave them intelligence Um and, and they have these artifacts and they were very uh, technologically advanced. So, of course, they're the ones that are <laughs> controlling Atlantis. So um, how they integrate them together is genius. So if you are into this, uh, if you're into Greek mythology, Greek men, anything, get into some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I will be doing a deep dive of this next episode. So if you're not a video game fan, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But... I'm also a huge uh, Greek mythology nerd, so I will definitely be talking about that too. So, darlings, that is it for me. I'm going to play for you a voicemail. <laughs> I'm so happy. I got one. Um, I got a voicemail from my darling Nessa, uh, the first person I ever did a podcast with, uh, besides the Archer Gangbangs. When we did our live show in Vegas, she was my co-host, and the two of us got plastered. Uh, so the famous lines, I can't feel my face, uh, make me a drink and go churn me some butter. <laughs> uh, I have audio clips of all of these, like her getting drunk and getting fun. She left me voicemail, so let me play the voicemail, and then I will say my goodbyes, give you some contact, and we will be on our way. So here's Nessa. Zana, it's Nessa. I am so so happy to hear your voice again. Okay. I have, I'm super behind and I'm binge listening to you now. Oh, isn't that the best? But I am so happy, so happy to hear your voice. Oh, so happy. I love you. Um, I don't know nothing about no video games you play in, but yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and I love hearing two minutes news. Oh my God. I I'm just glad that you're doing this and you're doing it for yourself and you're enjoying it Aww. and keep doing it as long as you want to or talk as long as you want to. I don't care, <laughs> but I am so glad, so glad that I get to hear you. Anyways, take care of yourself and talk to you soon. Bye. No. Thank you so much for calling. If you want to call and play a voicemail, uh, if you want to call and be, um, and, and leave me a voicemail, um, if, you don't tell me you don't want it played on the air. I will assume you do. Uh, so, <laughs> Nessa, hopefully you're okay with this. Um, I love you. Um, you can call me 716-236-8599. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to find a really funny number, but unfortunately, that was far more difficult than I thought. Um, before, I used to have Big Homo 1. Uh, nowadays, I don't know how well that would go over, so I gave up that number. <laughs> So, darlings, that is it for me for this week. You can check me out. You can leave a voicemail. Uh, you can go to me on Podbean. Um, I am really doing a lot on Podbean to really push my podcast, uh, the statistics there, and seeing how other podcasts are doing really well, and they have this kind of market share um, kind of thing where they do a lot. It's like social media. Like, if 
as soon as they see a new user, they immediately follow them because, and then that is supposed to like, when you follow them, they follow you and that helps grow your numbers and helps with statistics. It's all above my head, but I'm trying. (laughs) So uh, you can find me on Podbean. Just type the Donna Sugar Show. You can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the standard social medias. Just look for Donna Sugars on Facebook. You can find the Donna Sugar Show. If uh, something that I have to tell you right now, because of the amount of spam that I am getting, if you send me an invite on... um, if you send me an invite on Facebook or Instagram or any of the social medias, um, most of them are open to follow. But if you try to add me as like if you try to add me as a friend on Facebook and I don't know you, I would strongly suggest you send me a message uh, letting me know like, hey, I'm a listener of the show, um, something so that I know who you are. Um, because I will look at your page and if you just open your Facebook and you only have like one or two posts and they were just from like two days ago and you have no friends and you're just bulk adding friends but you're not really posting anything, I'm going to assume that you're <laughs> I'm gonna assume that you're a troll uh, and I'm not going to add. So please let me know. Um, I don't want to inadvertently not uh, follow someone because of that. Uh, <laughs> So um, Podbean, um, statistics, you guys know that I love talking about my stats on Podbean because I am obsessed uh, with people and where they're listening from. So we've had some new numbers. Um, I'm very happy to see um, in the 21 episodes that we've done, um, uh, the downloads have steadily increased and the numbers are getting significantly higher. And and I'm very happy that we're starting to hit these uh, triple digit <laughs> uh, episode downloads. And it's crazy. I love all of you. Thank you guys for doing this and, and enjoying my show. Um, the countries, I, I'm so happy about the countries. So um, I can officially add Australia to the list and oh god i've got i've got the full list here obviously a majority of it's coming from the united states but i can add panama the netherlands france germany belgium the uk canada australia and the united states so excited uh in the u.s still very heavily in new york and california um south carolina that one shocked me south carolina um have the fourth most downloads of my podcast ever. So if you're in South Carolina, tell me who you are. Um, frankly, if you're in any of those countries in Europe or Australia, tell me who you are. I want to know. Uh, Canada, uh, I've got British Columbia and Ontario and uh, New Brunswick downloads. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to like hit all the states here. Uh, in Australia, my Australian listeners are in New South Wales. So um, if you're listening to my podcast in Australia, like, first of all, hello. Uh, hello. Uh, I would love a voicemail because I'm obsessed with your accent. Um, I know that it's currently your winter, so I hope that you're staying warm. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, welcome. <laughs> so, so that makes me happy. Um, so I am done. I need to go lie down. <laughs> And I'm going to be uh, editing this podcast, so hopefully it sounds amazing when you get to listen to it. And uh, you guys will get this on Saturday. So, darlings, oh my god, and I almost forgot. So it was like National Podcast Day like the other day. So 
Um, I just found that out like the next day when I saw everyone posting about it. I'm like, oh God, I missed it. Uh, I'm sorry I was sick. So <laughs> kisses, darlings. Mwah! Bye.